Do you remember when the Fast and Furious used to be about cars? Me too. This is the Cinema Crew with Village Cinemas. No way. This guy's a real ass. It's a modern day take on a classic novel. I'm just kidding. It's Hobbs and Shaw. That's this week on the Cinema Crew. Hello, welcome to the Cinema Crew, the podcast that talks new movies every week. My name is Michael Campbell, but you can call me Cambo. And joining me as always is Vari McIntyre. Hello. And Dan Miranda. Hi. Now, your chance to win a Gold Class Double Pass coming up just a little later on, but first. Our target's name is Brixton. He's a ghost. We're going to need the best trackers in the business. Luke Hobbs. I'm what you call an ice-cold can of whoop-ass. Career lawman. Always gets his guy. We're going to need to operate outside the system. Deckard Shaw. I'm what you might call a champagne problem. Rogue former MI6 agent. Doesn't play well with others. If we stand a chance against Brixton, you guys have to work together. Let's get one thing clear. The Fast and Furious movies have never been critical darlings. In fact, their average Rotten Tomatoes score is around 50%, albeit lifting in the last few films. The same cannot be said for the general public, however, as the franchise has managed a frankly unbelievable $5 billion so far. And for those who have seen the latest film, you may remember that The Rock and Jason Statham stole the show as rivals Hobbs and Shaw. Well, now they've got their own spin-off. The question is, Dan, is this a stretch too far? This is not a stretch too far because they make a hell of a lot <laughs> of money. Um, these films have been going since the early early 2000s. 2001. I think. 2001. So um, in that time, clearly there have been an audience that have sought them out to watch each of them. And despite them becoming more and more ridiculous, <laughs> people just eat it up. If you want an example of the escalation of this series... Mm. In The Fast and the Furious back in 2001, the ending sequence of that movie, they were stealing DVD players from a truck. They weren't even Blu-ray. Fast, no. <laughs> fast forward to The Fate of the Furious, the eighth in the franchise, mm. and they stopped a nuclear submarine from starting a war. <laughs> like, that's the level to which this franchise has escalated. And I would say to the point that Hobbs and Shaw is essentially... Just a superhero film at this point. Oh. So we've talked about the Fast and Furious franchise, but Vari, what is Hobbs and Shaw about? Um, I don't know. Does it need a plot? <laughs> no, I, don't. I do know it. Uh, um, so Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham, the unlikely duo, get to have to work together. They have to get together and stop an even bigger personality. Idris Elba, who plays a super soldier thing. He's got like superpowers or something like Doc Ock from Spider-Man. He's got these cybernetic abilities. He's got like this Black Panther-esque uh, costume on. And, uh, you know, he's trying to end the world or something. I don't know. <laughs> in fact, in the, trailer, from... in the trailer, he calls himself Black Superman. So it's yeah. got to the point where he is genetically modified human being. <laughs> yes. Yeah, from, from like the, the you, series you of street to... racing movies. Mm. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah, I mean, where do you take it from dropping cars out of helicopters and parachuting to the ground? I you suspect know, you... that before this franchise is over, they're going to space. 
space. <laughs> that's what I think. I'm surprised they haven't made one in Australia. Well, that's, that's true because they do globetrot a lot. And this one mm. looks like it's set in England. Yeah. So the, the writer of the, a lot of the Fast and Furious movies was once asked, hey, would you ever take it to space? And his answer was, well, if the story's good. He didn't say no, which I think is a sign that they are going to space eventually. Now, I need I think I need to clarify, I guess, my relationship with the Fast and Furious franchise. Because mm. I think that they are not particularly good films, right? I think, and in fact, here's an example of how these films are critic proof. Like it doesn't matter how bad the reviews are, because people just have fun with them. That's what they're designed for. This film isn't screening for any critics. We haven't seen it. And in fact, is embargoed for all reviews until the day of release. So they don't care what the critics think of it. That's the kind of film it is. I didn't like these films for a very long time. And then weirdly, my girlfriend decided she's all on board for Hobbs and Shaw. She saw the trailer. She said, I've never seen any of these films, but I want to see that film because it's so egregious and it's so over the top and it's so ridiculous and it's such a vanity project that I really need to see because it looks like a good time. <laughs> and she said, I'm going to rewatch all of the movies and you're going to watch them with me. And I will say this, rewatching them with her, with someone that you can kind of make fun of them and just have a good time and relax. I now am so looking forward to Hobbs and Shaw because of that. It's the oh, kind really? of movie that you just go with someone, you kind of laugh at it because it's silly and it's ridiculous, and you have a good time. So watching Fights of Furious for the first time, didn't like it. Watching it again with someone that you can enjoy it with like that, they're actually great value. <laughs> and I, I am hyped for this movie now. Luke Hobbs and Decker Shaw. We've got unfinished business. Shaw's sister took something from me. A virus that could wipe out half the population, and I want it back. You want to tell me just what we're dealing with here? It's my sister. Family business. When it's the fate of the world, it becomes my business. This whole thing sounds really dodgy. I think I remember seeing Fate and the Furious, Fate of the Furious. I don't even know what they're called. That's how much I like them. And just thinking, like, it is... So ridiculous, but I feel like they're taking themselves too seriously, which is what turns me off. And even just from the trailer of Hobbs and Shaw, I feel like they're not taking themselves too seriously, which is maybe why it might work better because it is just so ridiculous. But what it reminded me of in some of the scenes where they're going to, um, I think Dwayne Johnson's character, Hobbs, it goes to his like brother or cousin's place and it's like, looks a bit jungly it looked like jumanji like welcome to the jungle type ridiculousness but like on a bigger scale for adults and any excuse that dwayne johnson can find to wear khaki again <laughs> he will there's this great picture of him from three different films dressed in khaki in a jungle and yeah. it's, it's indistinguishable from the other because it's just weirdly i guess become his uniform for like i wear this it's a hit movie i wear this it's a hit movie wow. yeah so an interesting wrinkle in hobbs and shaw which what like as a title i it sounds like a jeeves and worcester yeah. it sounds like yes. a refined british comedy so it is actually technically called fast and furious hobbs and shaw which is even just more ridiculous and i love it but 
there is a uh, a rift between the Fast and Furious family, uh-huh. and this movie is at the center of it because mm. Vin Diesel, uh, long time in Hollywood, regarded to have a bit of an ego, you know, a, a, a bit vain. Uh, oh, and who doesn't? Well, exactly. Uh, and then in you know about halfway through the series, The Rock came into the series mm. and kind of took over, for lack of a better word. And they didn't talk to each other for the whole last film. They didn't film any scenes together. They, they were rivals because they're both, I imagine, big, quite big personalities and they like things their way and they're the alpha male and all of that mm. kind of ridiculousness. Mm. This film, Hobbs and Shaw, has like split the cast down the middle of people that are on board for it and people that aren't on board for it and apparently will kind of shape the future movies going forward about who will appear in what splinter of this franchise now because people that are in Hobbs and Shaw are on team of The Rock and they will now appear in The Rock Fast and Furious movies when people that didn't appear are team Vin and they will appear in Vin Diesel Fast and Furious movies. Wow. What, it's such teenage drama, isn't it? Yeah. It's mind-boggling. <laughs> uh, I heard that in that last Fate of the Furious, Vin Diesel actually cancelled some of Dwayne Johnson's scenes, which yes. he can do because he's an executive producer. Ooh. That's how bad their relationship was. Yeah, to so, the point where apparently mm. uh, at the end of the Fate of the Furious, there was going to be a post credit scene Marvel style to mm. set up Hobbs and Shaw and Vin Diesel said, over my dead body there will oh. be. Not in my film there isn't. Uh, and, and there's been uh, Tyrese Gibson has been on social media having some kind of mental breakdown, mm. crying about Hobbs and Shaw. It's a fascinating rabbit hole. If you have the time, go down it because <laughs> it gets so hole. bizarre and it's, it's all to do with ego. It, <sighs> to the point where in these movies... Again, this is all urban legend. We should mm. point that. But there are rumors that the actors have it in their contract that they don't lose fights. On screen, they don't lose a fight. So you can imagine these clashing egos. But clashing egos is exactly what's so good about Hobbs and Shaw, the two characters. Yeah. Because it is essentially the 2019 version of the odd couple. Like <laughs> they hate each other. One is more refined yeah. and British, one is the all American macho man. And it's that classic dynamic to the point. We're in the trailer. Someone says, you're going to be working together. And they point at each other and go, with him? Oh, no. Do you think that this... (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that this film would have worked had Vin had... Had Vin agreed to play the the other... Oh, so you're saying like Dom Toretto is the character name. Dom Toretto and Hobbs. Correct. Uh, I don't want to see it. <laughs> you don't want to see it? Because that, that's what the Fast and Furious movies are, essentially. I suppose, yeah. What this, it's, this is the weirdest thing. Is just in the last movie, everyone's like, man, that sequence that Hobbs and Shaw had together, that was fun. That worked. And then in, I guess, the classic Hollywood tradition, they're like, well, great. It's a film. Here it is. <laughs> but it seems to me, this seems to be like a comedy film. Yes. There's a sequence in the start mm. of the trailer in which they're going down parallel corridors that has a glass wall between them. You know, mm. like doesn't exist in real life. Mm. And they're comparing them fighting up Benjamin. It's a, like it's a farcical comedy. Yes. And I think that's the lens you really have to watch it through. You need to get off the grid. Where? Home. My babies come home. I'm sorry to bring trouble here, Mama, but I need my brothers. This family is going to war. We're going to need cars and guns. Mama, where's all our guns? I 
get rid of them. Very noble, Mrs. Hobbs. Now in serious trouble. That's an understatement. Guys, you know one of my favorite things is brand integration. Oh. And this is something I'm very much looking forward to in Hobbs and Shaw. I love spotting it. Here's what you should be on the lookout for, because it's in every single Fast and Furious movie. The Rock will wear nothing but Under Armour. I guarantee you he will be clad head to toe in Under Armour. And if I am wrong, I will stop talking about this in any future podcast. <laughs> but I feel very safe that that will be true. So... And I should explain, in case people don't know what Under Armour is, it's a sporting brand that Dwayne Johnson has a very lucrative deal with. So they make, uh, you know, <sighs> training tops and workout gloves and boots and shoes and mm. stuff like that. So I, I'm looking forward to it purely because me and my girlfriend, we love kind of making fun of these films. And it's just like an experience to watch them now. But who do you think should see this film? I think if you, based on the previous films... If you're wanting to continue your love for the Fast and Furious fan franchise, see this film. But also, I feel that this is more of a comedic take, um, especially with Jason Statham in the role. I've, I see elements of even um, the movie Spy he did with Mil oh, Melissa yeah, McCarthy yeah. <laughs> in this, which I loved, and that's hilarious. Um, and also, like we mentioned before, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. He, he, everything he touches turns to money, gold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just some really charismatic actors, um, three hunky main stars, and a lot of guns. I don't know, cars? What's in these? <laughs> and in case any of this hasn't sold you yet, at one point in the trailer, The Rock pulls a helicopter out of the sky. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> also in cinemas, The Lion King. Simba returns to the screen in full HD. And The Keeper. A German POW ends up being a world-famous soccer player for Man City. Yes, you can hear about both of those movies and, in fact, everything that's playing in cinemas right now in our back catalogue, which you can access from whichever podcast app you would like. Now, your chance to win a Gold Class Double Pass, simply head to the Village Cinema's Facebook or Instagram page, find the Cinema Crew post and answer the question, What other franchise should The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, steal? <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh. oh my god that that would be fascinating i would watch that <laughs> simply leave your comment with the hashtag the cinema crew for your chance to win next week it's folk horror in midsummer australian movies return in danger close in palm beach and it's mindy kalig versus emma thompson in late night but until then thank you Vari. thanks thank you dan thank you my name is cambo and this is the cinema crew with village cinemas